0: Well, hello, and uh, welcome once again to another week. Did you blink? (laughs) Over the weekend, Hubby and I managed to meet up with Betty and her uh, bestie, a uh, nice lady who lost her husband a few years back and doesn't drive. So, uh, Betty has to play chauffeur, but she's a good friend, and uh, the time is well spent together. We dropped by a nice little family diner. Betty was planning to go to a local craft fair, and this craft fair is something that I have attended with her in the past. However, uh, due to our kitty Oliver's recent health issues, we didn't dare stray too far from uh, the chateau. So the compromise we was we agreed to meet somewhere about the middle. This is a town that Betty hadn't been to much, so it was a new experience for her, and uh, it was actually uh, a nice little visit. We caught up and uh, compared notes, of course, on ailing pets, as uh, Betty is a kind soul who always seems to end up with... Uh, Puppies that have some need of medical attention. I'm not quite sure if she has adopted from rescues. I know that she is very supportive of her local animal shelters. But it seems that more often than not she's headed to the vet. We had a nice meal. I enjoyed a sort of a grilled cheese style entree. However, it was made with sourdough. Sourdough bread, that wonderful bread that uh, the dough was let to rise. And uh, I'm forgetting what the, the favorite sandwich is with sourdough. Um, I have had it with many different sandwiches, but this was a grilled chicken breast that was diced with cheese, bacon, and tomato. Yes, I said tomato, and I know that that's one of those things that some of you could take or leave. Well, I choose to take. (laughs) But it was quite delightful and hubby had one of his favorites which was a uh, kind of a well not a cordon bleu i'm trying to think of the name of it um a reuben that's it yes it was a sandwich on uh, a rye bread a marble rye bread and of course uh, a reuben has among other things cabbage And I know you're probably saying yuck to that, but hey, everyone's got to have their own relish, as it were, (laughs) and uh, we tend to have unusual tastes. Of course, you can't be picky when you're trying to lead a healthier lifestyle, and uh, as much as I enjoy peanut butter and chocolate sauce, There are just some things that it doesn't belong on, including the lunch plate. So we had some nice grilled sandwiches. The french fries, yes, I did say french fries. I do occasionally eat carbs, mostly on a cheat day. The french fries left something to be desired. Um, I typically prefer the crinkle cut style. You know, the kind you get in the big bag and you can put in the oven. And uh, I'm also an oddball when it comes to french fries because while most Americans prefer the catsup or ketchup, uh, I prefer mustard. Now, uh, technically, I would take mayonnaise, too. However, uh, Mayonnaise is easily, vastly more fattening than uh, mustard. Of course, when you're talking about fried foods, it doesn't really make a difference. But uh, the Star Sage palette prefers mustards, and occasionally I will enjoy a honey mustard. Now, um, I technically prefer making my own. Making your own honey mustard, you ask? Why, of course, not everything you get has to come pre-packaged in a container from the store. You can quite easily make your own honey mustard at home, uh, to taste, in fact. And that's the wonderful thing, is you can mix it to your heart's content and uh, make it so that it's just the way you like it. How do you make honey mustard, you ask? Why, of course, you start with a base of mayonnaise. Yes, I know, ew. But hey folks, use your better judgment. Don't put so much in that it squishes out the sides of your sandwich. Come on, it's a condiment, it's a garnish. It's supposed to add a splash of flavor, not a swimming pool. That being said, you start with a small amount of mayonnaise. If you're making it for yourself, I'd say maybe about a half cup or a quarter cup. And then you add your mustard, which typically is just yellow table mustard. I haven't tried using uh, the spicy brown, which technically I prefer. Uh, My uh, farm-raised grandmother enjoyed the stone ground mustard, which tend to be on the uh, more savory and spicy side of things and uh, that is something that I inherited from uh, for her table but uh, regular yellow table mustard and then you add honey yes that's the key ingredient to give it the little sweetness Don't use too much, otherwise it's going to be sickening. I'd say probably if you're doing as little as a quarter cup of mayo for a personal serving, uh, maybe a tablespoon or a half tablespoon of the yellow mustard, and then uh, probably equal amount of honey, and just mix that all up. And um, interesting fact, folks, uh, if... uh, You read your labels. Some honey that you can buy in uh, more of the budget-conscious stores is imitation. It doesn't actually contain honey. And uh, there are those who would say that uh, honey is one of nature's medicines. You know, you, you put it in a cup of hot tea with some lemon and it helps soothe your throat. Well, there are those who believe That having a little bit of honey can help boost your immune system now this can only be accomplished if you buy real honey and uh, by that I mean typically not something you can find on your shelf in your megalomart I'm talking about uh, maybe at your farmers market but definitely something where you look at the label and it tells you where it came from and, um, you know, it's not a factory. Of course, one of the interesting things about honey is that uh, because of its uh, sugar content, I do believe uh, it should not be given to infants because they can't digest it. And um, fair warning, folks, this is a slight bit gruesome or gross. But uh, technically, honey is bee vomit. So, yes, all you fraternity boys who have pulled an all-nighter, tying one on, um, this is uh, the insect world equivalent to a kegger. (laughs) Anyways, honey mustard, try it out. And uh, dip your french fries in it, folks. It -um As I am recording this, I am on my way to the workday at the candy shop. And I'm putting the finishing touches on, um, well, I like to call it the remix version of the pilot for Matinee Minutia. That's right. If you haven't been paying attention... There is a new podcast about film and television trivia over the ages, hosted by myself and Toppy Smelly of The Smellcast. Be sure to tune in to that every other Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Univaz at univazpods.net. Now, if you haven't participated in one of our live shows... Uh, we also have podcasts on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Go to univazpods.net and uh, click on the radio tower for streaming audio. You can also click on the Discord button to enter chat. Now, uh, it is easier if you go to Discord in advance and set up a profile. It's just a little more neat and tidy. You can save the chat room in your favorites. That sort of thing. But uh, be sure to drop by as this Friday, uh, October 12th, 8 p.m., will be the next installment of Matinee Minutia. So be sure to drop by and find out what we're up to. Now, um, the uh, pilot episode will be available... Probably by the time you hear this for download, go to matine, minutia, Matinee Minutia, M A T I N E E. And Minutia is a hard word, so M I N U T I A E, matineeminutia.com. Download our pilot episode. And um, on Friday, Toppy and I will be discussing a television show of days gone by. Uh, What I can tell you about it is that it is a legal drama. And it aired from 1957 to 1967, so it ran about a decade. And aren't you just curious to know what it is? Well, of course I'm not going to tell you just yet. You're going to have to drop by. That's part of the fun with Matinee minutia. We will give you a hint as to what our next program's going to be about, and uh, you get a chance to mull it over before you join us in the chat room. So, uh, we also will be revealing the next topic at the end of each show, and uh, if you're the kind of person that skips ahead and reads the end of the book, well, we do have a place for you. Um... (laughs) You can drop by matineaminutia.com and uh, look for the hint for that week. Now, you're going to have to uh, make an effort, though, because I'm not going to put it in plain sight. You'll see the spot for the hint, but you'll have to highlight the text in order to read it. Think like, like when you were in school and you had those puzzles you had to solve for the teacher. The answer was written upside down on the page. Well, it's going to be something similar. Anyways, we are experiencing cooler temperatures lately here in not-quite-apple-country. Fall is definitely here, and um, it's been a little rainy for me to actually be able to keep the lawn mowed, so um, we shall see how that works before the later part of the year, because it needs to be mowed a few more times before the holidays. And uh, it is getting darker earlier as we are in the thick of fall. And I do believe before the holidays we are due to set our clocks back. Yes, we have a thing called Daylight Savings Time. You'll hear about it all around. But uh, that is due to come. Also, a new episode of The Faraway Nearby will be out in just about a week or so. I am getting together with a couple of special guests. Now, I'm not going to tell you about that either. Uh, just like Matt, New- Matt and Minutia, I like to keep my secrets in check. But uh, we are going to be getting together for um, a call that is going to uh, cross the, the divides. And uh, we will be talking about some some television favorites with some old-time favorite guests. So uh, stop by tfnpodcast.com to check that out. And uh, certainly if you haven't caught the latest Faraway Nearby, please be sure to do so as I interview a host of Univaz's very own The Gay Wasteland. And that is Mr. Frequency a Thoroughly enjoyable visit, talk about fall and Halloween. Go ahead and stop by tfnpodcast.com. And here I had thought that that was going to be the end of my latest episode. <laughs> As it turns out, uh, the beginning that I thought I had recorded must have somehow gotten deleted womp womp the things we do to save space <laughs> no hoarding on this phone but uh anyways it is almost mid work week for me and it is getting darker earlier here and not quite apple country it's not even 7 p.m., and it seems as though the sun is due to set as I head east on my way home to Chateau Star Sage. and we have been having a heat wave lately. Now, the other week, we were getting some nice cooler fall-like temperatures that were uh, due, of course, because we are in the thick of fall now. But uh, we had temperatures in the 50s not that long ago, and for whatever reason, the dash on the Lady Demora here says it is 80 Degrees Fahrenheit out. So I am a little puzzled and uh, I think Mother Nature may have had a hard night out. <laughs> I guess perhaps eventually we'll get back on track for the season. The leaves on the trees have been certainly changing as I drive by the grocery stores here midway along my commute, some of the trees are already losing their leaves. Maybe even halfway through the process I'm seeing some of the beautiful greens that are turning gold and some of the golds that are fading to yellow, very Tuscan-like, as I may have said before. I have been missing out lately these mornings. I had gotten used to taking a morning walk. It was quite a relaxing time before work. As we live not far from a, uh, a hiking trail, a nature trail, where people do their biking and hiking and walking and whatnot, and there is a, a boat canal. So when I have time in the morning, I'm able to take my walk into the village, pass through those serene areas, and uh, there are it's even a cluster of churches. Very cute little country town village. But I've been missing out on that lately because of our poor sick kitty, Oliver. Those of you who follow me on Facebook will know that our senior kitty was diagnosed with a thyroid condition a month ago. I spoke about just moments ago. And uh, he is doing better. But it is one of those things that uh, you'll have to monitor from here on out, basically. He receives medication twice a day. And at least at this point, we are monitoring his food... To be sure that he's eating enough, which he is starting to regain some of the weight. Uh, He has regained about a pound. He was down to only about eight and a half pounds, which for a cat his size was pretty scary. He was looking very frail at the time that we took him to the emergency overnight vet. Uh, Since we have switched his food to a a healthier, grain-free, high-protein option, he is starting to fill in in those weaker areas, like uh, along his back and uh, in his legs, the muscle areas, which... Is reassuring because it was it was very sad and scary to see him uh, as weak as he was but it is very encouraging to see him regaining the muscle in fact um, he is making his way through the house with much more ease We have been one only to keep him in our bedroom during the workday, as we do have multiple cats. And uh, it is very much a, a territory issue when you have more than one pet, regardless of the kind. And the privacy and peaceful time that he has during the day uh, is spent undisturbed and uh, I'd like to think that this has helped him in his recovery. I heard somewhere that just like children our pets like to uh, you know, feel that they are not alone, that they, they have company with them so if you're not able to be in the room, whether that's a nursery or what have you, but you are you know, still home in those cases when it's a human child, um, the radio is a great way of making them feel like they have company. And I've been one to leave my radio on uh, soft and low on a classical station for Mr. Oliver. And we have a, a couple of nightstands stacked up of each other next to the, the window in our room. So it's kind of a, a cat perch and it's uh, level with the windowsill so he can uh, sit in the window and look out upon the backyard. So all in all, a uh, somewhat tranquil hospital room for our recovering little boy. And uh, since he is on a schedule for feeding, yes, feeding, because he still does not eat enough on his own. Granted, he is eating more than before, but he just can't get the hang of drinking on his own now. It should be noted that uh, what caused him to go to the emergency vet, among other things, was a uh, a sore throat or a, a ruptured esophagus, actually, and acid reflux. So, I can understand if he has some uh, aversion to swallowing because of this, uh, but at this point he is demanding water from the faucet whether that's the the bathroom tub or the sink. We're trying to get him to make use of the pet fountain that we bought. This is supposed to encourage your animals to drink more water as a fountain is more like what they would encounter in nature, so the running water is supposed to be more of a, a natural thing that, uh, you know, encourages them to drink. But for whatever reason, Mr. Oliver uh, has not quite flipped that switch in his head. I don't know if maybe he thinks that. The other kitties gave him the sickness that he had, that it uh, was in the water, and, uh, you know, for the longest time, we were feeding them tap water at home, and uh, come to find out the, uh, the local water has fluoride added, which in humans... Is not necessarily a bad thing but uh, there are various studies that suggest it's not the healthiest things for your cats or dogs or whatever pets you have so um, you know just like uh, you might have that friend at work that prefers bottled water well it uh, could actually improve your your animals uh, mood if you gave them a cleaner water source. Besides just making sure their bowls are clean a couple of times a week at least. (laughs) But uh, other than that, I am just hoping that before long Mr. Oliver will uh, be eating enough on his own that we don't have to make an extra effort, because as luck would have it, I am hard-pressed to get out the door on time in the morning despite efforts to make life easier the night before. um, Some of you may feel my pain, you know, uh, the less that you can uh, have to do in the morning the better because, you know, uh, adding to your list just drags progress. So there's been a time or two that I've been treading and skating on Thin Ice to uh, clock in on time at the candy shop because I've been having to take the time for special attention. I love my kitty cat, something fierce, but uh, there are many things that can complicate life including a spouse that uh, seems to have difficulty waking with an alarm clock. And uh, I am not fond of my weekday sleeping situation as it is because I typically don't get more than six hours a night. Usually I only get more than that on a weekend. And uh, heaven forbid that hubby should have an early day at Grace Brothers because then he has to sleep on the couch. And uh, sometimes I have to make an effort to make sure he's out the door on time. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm doing good if I can be spoken to after my first cup of coffee. And uh, I am a much less... Uh, accommodating company (laughs) if I'm expected to accomplish more in the early hours. So, we are in the beginnings of the shopping high holy holidays coming up here. And hubby is already working the long and early hours to uh, get everything ship-shape. And uh, for those of you who have loved ones working in retail, this is the time of year coming that I certainly feel your pain because... I consider myself a retail widower, yes. I feel as though I have less time with my spouse because somebody wants to get a deal on gifts for their loved ones. So we have longer hours and uh, more laborious hours. And uh, not necessarily for more pay. Okay, sure. Yes, we should be thankful for the business because it keeps our loved ones in a paycheck. But more often than not, this is also the time of year that people lose their patience. They forget that those who are helping them out on the other side of the coin are human beings themselves. And uh, the demands of the workplace often translate into a a loss of patience for those involved. And uh, it's just all downhill from there. (laughs) Anyways, um, be sure to check out the pilot episode of Matinee Minutia. Go to matine, matinee, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, minutiae, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E, Minutia.com matinee, Minutia.com and subscribe. Our pilot episode is Queen of the Galaxy, and you can hear us live on Univaz every other Friday at 8 p.m. Won't you join us? That's all from now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net